Listener Production. Bring in the drip, the pee, and the love. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Yes, it is a very fun Monday morning for you. Alex Dyson is across from me. My name is Matt O'Kine, and this is All Day Breakfast. Dyson, did you get your Taylor Swift tickets? I did not. The amount of like Instagram stories and everything I saw of people with multiple like phone, laptop, different tabs open, using different browsers and everything. Was there like less people because most people had four different things running to try and get tickets? Well, look, uh, a TikToker actually um, posted that they accidentally bought $10,000 worth of tickets on their dad's credit card because um, they had multiple windows open, multiple accounts logged in. They were like putting in different tickets on all of them and then the timers are running out and suddenly, boom, TikToker Georgia Rose accidentally clicks on and buys $10,000 worth of tickets. TikTokers, tick shocker. So I'll tell you what, Alex Dyson, you'd hope that uh, Georgia Rose can get a refund for those um, as, you know... I found myself in a somewhat similar situation. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Madokai stuffing things up once again. Let's go. <laughs> this is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Bro, did you see what's happening over at Twitter? Um, I might have seen a bit of the news, but as, as I mentioned, my Twitter got hacked and instead of doing anything about it, I just decided... Well, out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't, I haven't been there for a while. So you better explain exactly what's going on. You could be spruiking anything to people over on Twitter. I think, I think Alex Dyson has a new interest in crypto. <laughs> <laughs> so just be wary. Oh, bro. Don't even start. I got fully rugged by my, my latest crypto venture. <laughs> what? Why are you still doing this? Man? I'm not still doing it, but I invested about a year and a half ago in this one that is I've it's it's it is at the very bottom of the Mariana Trench, I'm telling you. The guy behind it's Australian too. I've got to try and find him. You want to track him down? You reckon he's uh done you dirty. I genuinely reckon we'll cross paths one day, the head of this crypto that's bombed completely. Total rug pull. I reckon we're going to cross paths because a friend of a friend is friends with him on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> so I really wonder. So did he invent it or what? I'll happened? tell you what, I'm going to have a firm handshake with him if we ever cross paths. He'll be, oh yeah, g'day mate, how are you? Yeah. I got a few of those tokens, buddy. Um, <laughs> so anyways, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, Twitter. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a long stare into the distance as I thought about my money gurgling down the drain in yeah. the hot pockets of some lad yeah. in Melbourne. Won't fork out for a, for a flight for your boy, though, <laughs> coming up to visit. Well, that's, I can't get rich off you coming to sleep in my spare room. Not in money. <laughs> Go to the moon with, with love and friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Forget it. Mate, friendship doesn't turn the lights on. <laughs> All right, so Elon Musk has uh, has set a new Twitter rate limit. Did you hear about this? Yeah, like you can only see X amount of posts before it stops showing you stuff. Yeah, exactly. Is he turning Twitter into like 
two dollar peep shows or something like that. <laughs> the screen comes yeah. down. Yeah, the curtain comes across. <laughs> I'm You're sorry. You're lowering you to... your head. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this shuts you out. No. You have to feed a bit more moolah into this <laughs> velvet curtain. To, um... Well, he's the the issue apparently is that there is, um, according to Elon, extreme levels of data scraping. And system manipulation. Okay, so there's um, there's artificial intelligence firms like OpenAI. Mm. Okay, the owner of ChatGPT, according to news.com.au, uh, in which they're you know using Twitter to train their large language models. Yeah, if I walked into a seminar and the 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 lecturer at the front was the average person on Twitter, <laughs> I don't think I'd be learning too much. I'd be walking straight out of that. Going to a different TAFE. All right. Because I love the fact that um, people are using chat GPT to like write assignments yeah. and stuff. And they're going to end up submitting these assignments. Your lecturer will be like, the essay was good until halfway through. It just started abusing me. Yeah. I don't know why. Just all caps saying racist, patriotic stuff. It was very bizarre. Um, Musk, as a previously uh, said, he's not into these sort of uh, large language models scraping the, um, his Twitter. So they, uh, did a 600 posts a day limit for unverified accounts. And of course, if you're verified and you can, you pay for your Twitter, then you are allowed to see 6,000 posts a day, which just seems like so much <laughs> crap. I've been thinking about, um, win wins recently. Like if you, Say you ride your bike to work instead of getting public transport. You get fitter and you save money. Mm. I feel paying to see more tweets is is a lose-lose. You're losing <laughs> money and time and potentially brain cells. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Um, mm. People were angry though. People were like, well, what the hell is this? Like they're, they're seeing the sign that says, you know, you've run out of tweets. So he had to update. He up, he was gradually across the day was like, all right, now you can look at 1000 posts <laughs> per day. It's like, he was just crumpling. It was like yeah. minutes after this, had, oh, this had been set in and he's like, okay, we're well, no, okay. Thousand posts a day. And then, you know, new verified accounts can have a half a thousand and verified posts can have 10,000 posts <laughs> a day. They're just making these decisions on the fly. He is. I really, mm. I don't understand what's, how he's doing it. But anyways, I'm looking forward to his, <laughs> his fight with, uh, with Mark Zuckerberg. Did I see, did I see they got offered the Coliseum to do that in now? Did they? I don't know. You're good at Googling things. Do you want to see if that's true? Elon Musk. <laughs> um, yes, you're right. According to news.com.au, they have been offered... Italy has officially invited Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg to fight in the Colosseum in Rome. Well, for many years, they've been trying to whip together this script for Gladiator 2, and it sounds like they've <laughs> finally come up with a way to, uh, to continue the saga of Maximus Aurelius. Okay, so apparently... Uh, Italy's culture minister, according to TMZ, reached out to Zuckerberg, suggested they staged the contest at the Coliseum. Zuckerberg then passed on the message to UFC's Dana White. Oh, man. Whose people contacted the senior Italian government. Now, I don't know if you know this, Daiso, but there was a young gentleman 
in the Coliseum recently who is looking at possibly being fined approximately $20,000. This is my, this is up there with one of my biggest pet peeves in the world. Okay. So this guy from England, he's been named as an English tourist because it was unsure about who he was. They're vowing to track him down. Okay. 27 year old guy from Bristol has etched his name into the wall of the Coliseum. A thousand year old stone of the Coliseum. And he's, he's walked in just little scratching his and his girlfriend's name with a key. Ivan plus Haley 23. Mm. All right. Now they were like, we need to find this man. We need to find this man and he risks a fine of at least 15,000 euros, about 20,000 Australian dollars. And he risks a jail sentence of up to five years if he's convicted in Italy because the cultural minister said this act was offensive to everyone around the world who appreciates the value of archaeology, monuments and history. Yeah, don't scratch The same the- cultural minister <laughs> <laughs> said, open the gates. Elon and Mark. Bring in the billionaires. <laughs> Let's juke it out. As a sensitive homage to those who fell in this grand arena over the years. Now, the rich once again will fight it out. So anyways, it's good that they never waver in their commitment to integrity. Well, Matt, people constantly surprise you in the end. Who surprised you recently, mate? Um, uh, a little man by the name of Matt Ajete O'Kine surprised me recently. How did I surprise you? Well, we found ourselves in a situation recently. Uh, We have talked about it a little bit where um, Matt dogged me, Um, (laughs) to put it. Politely, yeah, sure. I was flying to Brisbane to visit him. It was in his calendar. Daiso's in town. He ignored that and went on a family holiday, <laughs> leaving me both high and dry. Every now and then you got to hang out with your second family, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to do it. <laughs> so anyway, that situation, to Matt's credit, um, said, all right, we'll try and make up for it. You were, go- you were going for redemption. And I've... Been, you know, known you for a long time now. When you set your sights on something, often you achieve it. Hmm. What I, I was very surprised to see um, an email come through to my inbox <laughs> from one Matt O'Kine, who's booked some flights uh, on an airline I am not a member of and what I would consider, I would say, is the taxi of the sky. <laughs> now, now... For someone who is aiming for redemption here, <laughs> to throw me like a cattle, if he's a cattle in the slaughterhouse, um, I thought that Bro. was a bold move no. from Matt For someone who loves the lounge, talks about the lounge constantly, knows that I don't mind a lounge as well, to go off book, off script, and try and make, make up for his mistake by doing this to me, I mean... There are bigger problems in the world, but no, I, okay. that really surprised me. Okay, Matt. okay, okay. Here's what happened, all right? Here is what happened. I have promised I'm going to fly you up to Brisbane. We can yep. hang out, do some yep. fun radio stuff, yep. podcast stuff. I'll take you out for dinner down at the old 
Service station, two packets of chips for eight bucks. There you go. There's your dinner, mate. You you <laughs> you messaged me during the day. Hey, just checking if these dates are good. Mm. All right. These dates are good. I said, I had a look at my calendar. I was like, yeah, sure. They look good, mate. Yeah, they look great. No Wazaroonies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unbeknownst to me, there's a little something called school holidays. <laughs> okay. So yes. I'm like, yeah, no worries. And at this stage, by the way, as well, I'm at a long lunch. So I'm having a great time. Having a few bevs, snacking on some roast duck. I was having, I was like, yeah, mm. in my phone. Yeah, sure, mate. Those dates are a-okay with me. Mm. That night, right, lying in bed, I think oh, I should just probably check how much the flights are going to be, right, on one of one of your two preferred airlines. <laughs> <laughs> and well, my eyes bloody almost popped out of my head. I've never seen flights that expensive on both of them. I was like, what? I was like, okay, I was checking points because I got a lot of points. And I was like, there's no way I'm dropping 50K points on Daiso's ass getting up into stay in my spare room. Wow. So suddenly I was like, because I was doing that thing because I'd had it like, you know, I'd had the long lunch. I had a couple of sundowners as well. I was like, (laughs) you know, you never book a flight in that state. It's, It's just a no go zone. That's the thing because the second, that was the first thing that surprised me. (laughs) The second thing that surprised me because we're happy to announce I will be broadcasting from Brisbane next week with Matt O'Kine in the same room. We might be checking in with our sports team that we own, trivia team, to um, see how you can catch up with us at some point. But the second thing that's happening next week, the the second thing that surprised me was the flight booking that came through to me was I'm apparently flying in September. No, no. Okay. Okay. Three months down the line, mate. So look, I, okay. The rule is never book a flight after you've had a couple. Okay. But I Because I'm flying on the ninth. Did you think, did you put the month in where the day should be? I No, look, I just panicked. I saw how much it was going to cost on points alone. I saw how much it was going to cost. We're talking $800 here for return, for return flights. So I was like, oh my God. So I jump onto another app that I used to, uh, to travel with. And I have been looking at other trips, right? So I had different dates set in there already. Mm. And suddenly I've, I see it. I see our dates, our numbers. I'm putting them in. I'm searching flights. Dream flights come up so cheap. I, th- I think I've got to get them. I've got to get them right now. I have to buy them right now. Do mm. I go directly through the site? No, <laughs> no. I go through some secondary site. All right. And it's one that doesn't have many stars. I shouldn't. I don't, I don't even <laughs> want to talk about this. Okay. So you're on a you're on a third party. Like a third travel party aggregator. App. Because I was just stressing out, you know? Mm. And so suddenly I'm like, okay, quickly, I've got to get these flights. And so I lock them in. And as soon as I see the, the dates confirmed, as soon as that big confirmation sign comes up, there it is, September. <laughs> and I go, uh-oh, I check the cancellation policy. <laughs> Non-refundable in big <laughs> red letters. You could have just bought me the expensive <laughs> flight to start with, you absolute pumpkin. <laughs> Mate, 
So at this point, I, then I jump on the, the dates that I actually want and I actually just go straight through the website to be sure this time. Oh so then I lock God. those in. So at this point, your flights just to Brisbane. Try, this is karma. Just trying to weasel out <laughs> of giving. I, I got flying a friend down this week. Dave Ando's coming to watch the footy from Sydney coming down. I'm flying in points business class, mate. That's what? what friends do, son. No, they don't. That's You're an idiot. I mean, for some reason, business class was cheaper than economy on that day, but... <laughs> Oh my God, I can't believe that. No way, man. I couldn't get a single cheap ticket. So suddenly the bill's coming in at about $750 to $800 just for this <laughs> stupid trip that I that I just... Wait, for the flight you're not using or for like the two now to- together? For the two yeah, now. Right. So now I'm Again, like, do I just... could have just got me the normal one, son. And <laughs> so... we would have had the, I would have got a you know free toasted sandwich out of it. But do you know what? Do you know what I'm actually really thankful for? Because the site that I used to book this flight was so dodgy, <laughs> right? They they hadn't actually processed the tickets yet. Like they hadn't issued me the tickets. Right. So I double checked their actual site and they said, if we haven't issued you the tickets yet, you can cancel because we literally we haven't done anything. Right. And so I'm slamming the cancel it's button like over and have, over you're again. You're moving a chess piece and you haven't taken your fingers off the, yeah, your fingers totally. off the piece yet. So totally. you can move it back. And so I hit it and they're like, well, they go, look, uh, the, it says that we're issuing you the tickets now. You've just pressed cancel. If the tickets have been issued, they've been issued. If they haven't, then we'll give you your money back, but you'll have to wait for us to process this. This is, that, this is like basically what the message said. So then it was a long and restless night. <laughs> I woke up with less than a clear head the next morning <laughs> and that fog hitting me. Oh no. How am I going to explain the family finances? <laughs> <laughs> the questions, why have you spent $800 getting your friend to sleep in our spare room? <laughs> but then lo and behold, cha-ching. Oh, they said this flight has been fully canceled. Here's your money. But it did make me think, Alex Dyson. Mm. Those words, non-refundable, you see them around and sometimes they really mean it. So I had to ask, when were you not able to get a refund on something? Emily got in touch with us. Said, I worked in the underwear department at Maya. A lady came in with some knickers with the tags on and her receipt. And I thought, oh, all good. No worries. Easy return. Until I checked them over and in the crotch, there were some... No. Stains and pubic hair stuck in it. Oh, no. Needless to say, it was a big no to the return. She took him for a test drive with the tag still on. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Bit of a bike ride or something. <laughs> Holy moly. Anna, I wasn't able to get a refund on a holiday I booked from the UK to Australia. I was meant to be going with my boyfriend, but we broke up. And I still had to go on the holiday. I did that. Remember? Yeah, you went with your ex. Yeah, with the ex. Because I don't want to waste a Bali trip. Come on. <laughs> I'm not going to let the airline get away with that one. Claire, I paid a $600 deposit for a birthday dinner, then decided to change it, forgetting to cancel the booking. Oh, no. Youch. I'd dine alone. If that was me, I would honestly, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd just turn up on the day and eat yeah. scallops by myself. Yeah, you got to do it. Get a little bit of your money bucks back. Worth. Try and go for it. And we've also got Kate from Townsville joining us. G'day, Kate. Hey, how are you? 
Good. Thanks, Kate. Now, you weren't able to get a refund due to some bad timing? Yes, very, very poor timing. Oh, what happened? Um, for context, it was March 2020. And the girls, Ooh. yeah, not oh, a good the time. Date, the date sends yeah. chi- shivers down our spines. Yeah, I'm now joining you from beneath the desk where I'm hiding yeah. and quivering. <laughs> okay. So the girls had been planning a hen's trip to Bali for several months. And I'd left it to the last minute to exchange some Australian money over to Balinese rupee. Indeed. And mm. I, I've headed down to my local shopping centre. I found the exchange booth, and I've passed over. I think it was about one hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay. And one fifty AUD swapped it over. Yep. Yes. Yep. As I've handed it to him, I feel my phone vibrate, <laughs> and I. <laughs> <laughs> And I look at my phone and I see the message I'd been fearing yep. at the worst possible time. <clears throat> Bali's off. Oh. Mm. We're not the we world's can't do off. It. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Sure. Well, yes. Um, and I looked at the guy and I said, Oh, hang on, stop. I'm not going anymore. <laughs> so wait, we gotta really knuckle down at this time frame. <laughs> so has he already handed you the money back or you've just given him AUD and he's got He's just got that. I'm. I've got a hundred and fifty dollars in one hand, whilst I'm handing it over the counter to him, and a vibrating phone in the other hand. Okay. Okay. So, but you he let takes... you let go of the money. <laughs> I've let go. He is holding my money. Yep. And I am holding a message that says Bali's off. <laughs> okay, but he hasn't given you other money in return yet. He has not. Okay. He hasn't. Okay, so he's in the position of power here. What? was his move here at the currency exchange desk. He looked me dead in the eye Mm -hmm. and whilst feeding my money into his little machine, (laughs) he said, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. What, the money's right there in his hand though, Kate. Why can't he just go, oh, okay, to give you his one, you've won 50 back. I was like... Just, you know, okay, you've said 153, but give me the other 100 back. You know? <laughs> Don't, just stop. Yeah. Stop what you're doing, you monster. But he and just kept feeding I, the beast. He just kept going. And I said to him, oh, that's okay. We'll just exchange it back. Yeah. Oh, what about the... What about mm. the exchange rates? What the commission? Well, even... Not mm. even we'll exchange it back because can, can, can they exchange it back? Well... Look, I don't really know what the technicality is around it, but he just said to me, oh, you'll have to cop a big fee if you do that. It's not worth it. What? What? <laughs> 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 to be fair, to be fair, all of those little foreign exchange booths have shut down. I yeah. think they were too, They were also at desperate times. Oh, he must right. have been yeah, stressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, I don't, he feeds it into Balinese and you get it. And then, <laughs> all right, I'll exchange it back, puts up a little handwritten side. I'm sorry, due to the nature of things, we'll not be accepting. <laughs> Overseas yeah. money. Well, no, yeah, no longer be <laughs> accepting Balinese rupee. Oh, oh no. no! So, how much were you down in total, then, Kate? Oh, I can't honestly. I can't remember. It was, you know, a lot of traumatic things have happened since the start of COVID, yeah. um, and in 2020 particularly. Um, I can't exactly remember, but I do still have the Balinese rupee. So you've got, still, you got them still. Got Time to go back. Yeah. Time to go back. Well, go and knocking on that window. We never rebooked the trip. 
The foreign exchange money place has since shut down in my local shopping centre. I'm oh. really at a loss. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have lost out big time here. No refunds anywhere. Oh, no. Oh, well, look, we pray for a a Bali holiday one of these days soon. Kate, thank you so much for sharing that great story. We'll catch you another time with Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Thank you. I smell toast. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron. Yes, it's the time of the show where we welcome our wonderful producer, Bronwyn Doizak, to the microphone to uh, let us down at the state of journalism. Hello, Bron. Hello. What have you been up to this weekend, Bron? Uh, it was a pretty chill one. I was just telling Alex I don't really bet often and I put five bucks on a multi and loss. And I was like, how do people put so much money into this? <laughs> Brod. I was so upset for five Are we looking, months. Was it a football or was it a horse racing or what? It was for AFL. It was Essendon versus Port. And Bron tipped Essendon to win. They lose with a kick after the siren. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there goes Bron's $37. Well, put $5 on. So I guess it's say goodbye to your five. Oh, and Bron. Goodbye to the hope of winning. It was mm. very disappointing. Oh, well, look, as long as you're doing it. Responsibly, that's the main thing. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I'm not doing any more. I'm I'm one and done. That was too traumatic for me. Hey, look, and that's and that's all that you need to do. If that's for some people, one is enough. And they live happily. <laughs> um Bron <laughs> What uh what have you been clicking? This is from kidspot.com headline Lazy Mum's cleaning hack saves so much time and the kids don't even notice. Oh, okay. I bet it's a cleaning up game. I bet. I bet it's one of those things because there's a couple of things I've been looking at recently where it's like how to play with your kids, but you can lie down. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, like I, I just cannot tell you how much there are games that you just wish you could. You'd be like, can we just can I just lie down? And so there's a couple of games where it's like, oh, dad's a pizza. Put the toppings on me. <laughs> Quick, find something red. Put the tomato on Dad, the pizza, you know. Oh, operate on me. I'm sick. You know, all those sort of ga- like all these sort of games where literally you just lie down. Well, I remember in um in primary school playing Dead Fish. That was yes, everyone lies down and someone walks around and see if anyone moves. If you move, you're out. Dead fish. <laughs> That's, did the teacher organize that game? Must that have. Is... Yeah. <laughs> I love I love that. So, yeah, look, so I'm, I'm guessing it was like a, um, oh, who can be the best at tidying up game? Was that it, Bron? No, that's not it. It's, it's just think of doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, gee, I don't know. Then, like, it's let's play the messy day game. This time... Like, the house can be as messy as we want today. That's the game. The time-saving hack was to not fold the laundry. Are you telling me that for the last 20 years of my life, I have been using a hack? <laughs> <laughs> Think of all the hours saved. That all those university kids that we know have been leet hacksaws beating time with their lazy ways. 
I need to call up Kidspot and get them around to my house and show them the hack that I use <laughs> after I wash my clothes, I'm in an apartment, have to put them in the dryer. That becomes my wardrobe. Walk up to the dryer, <laughs> open the porthole, grab some socks, off we go, leave the rest in there. No need to waste time right? carrying it to the bedroom where it's just going to sit there and then I grab it from a different place. I know where it all is. I know it's my better stuff because I've used it and washed it. That's where I go for my wardrobe, straight to the dryer. You should see my time-saving hack where I just don't wash my clothes. <laughs> Oh, I am such a hacker. Messy clothes. Well, thank you for that hack. Not folding the clothes, Ron. How long was this article? Too long. It was like paragraph after paragraph of like things that people are doing. And people commenting, I don't buy that they're not getting. Because this person that was uh, saying this hack. (laughs) I don't buy that she's not folding them. I just don't buy. I can't believe this. Just that they don't get crinkled. She's like, how are you not, you know, crinkling them or whatever? Just lie them flat in the laundry basket. That's what I'll do sometimes if I don't want to fold them. I don't... And then, yeah, whatever. This is ridiculous. All right. Thank you, Ron. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you for listening to All Day Breakfast today. We're going to be back with you for another big episode tomorrow. But um, save time and just don't listen to us for a week and then listen to us all in one go. There you go. <laughs> Uh, we are. We will be crinkle-free for you when Tuesday comes. Hope you have a good one. My name's Matt. That's Alex. We'll see you soon. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.